Please watch your mouth. I'm sorry, you guys watch Star Wars and you think the rebels are the heroes? Uh, I have erectile dysfunction. But I don't want to crush the boy's spirit. Oh my god! You sound like uh. everyone everyone trying to describe Betty Clorians in episode <laughs> one right now. The Nerds in the Gym Nerds in the podcast. Gym. back to the nerds in the gym podcast sorry about the hiatus we took i know it's uh november 17th when was the last one it was right before halloween because we talked about okay. the halloween show and then we did not deliver so it was the week before the halloween show would have been would have been our last one so Halloween was a saturday Halloween was a saturday but we didn't do it was that thursday that joe got injured right so, so should we talk about that well first i'm brandon i'm marco with yeah. me, as always, my co-pilot in the cockpit. Yep. Yeah, we're missing the third wheel. It is true. That awkward third wheel probably won't be joining us for a little bit. Uh, you cool if I tell the story? Yeah, go right ahead. Tell the story. So we were doing podcast Thursday morning, like clockwork. We have a couple in the bank. One day we'll post them for you guys, and you'll wonder why none of the dates and times line up. <laughs> you know the funny part about that? Is that they'll listen to the pod- other podcast beforehand, and they're going to be like, hear this, and be like, "Oh, we'll get it up at some point." Well, they're already up. That is true. They're going to be out of order. And uh, honestly, Valentine's Day, get your lady nerds in the gym podcast episode six. So we did a pre morning workout before we podcast, which was just like clockwork. We get there at eight o'clock. So got there probably about eight thirty, nine o'clock. You guys had already been there a while. You did your morning classes. No, the, this this day, there was the boxing class from 8 to 9. You got there a little after 9. You got there around 9.30. I got there about 9.40-ish. That's right. I got there before you. So Joe, for those who don't know, is really into martial arts. So he was in the corner of the gym. It's a pretty big-sized gym. It was the three of us, and then he was sparring with two other people. And where me and Marco were, I can't remember, we were dicking around doing something. We were over at the squat racks, I talking and messing around. I was more at the front desk, though, getting ready, so I had a view of what was happening in the corner. Did So you saw what was going on? Because I saw nothing. I was just, yeah. uh, I was doing a bench press workout. Yeah, so uh, I saw, so it was weird. I saw Joe in the corner slowly go down. It's like 9.43 or something at this point. I slowly see him go down, and then one of the guys comes over, he's like, Hey, can we open up the garage door? And Joe's still laying on the ground. And I'm like, uh, I, I didn't even really think that like he was actually hurt. So we go over, we open up the garage door that's closest to that area of the gym. And I open it up, walk over near Joe. Um, and like he's on the ground and like clearly something's not wrong because he's not moving or anything. And the next thing I know, I turn around, there's a fire truck driving <laughs> into the parking lot of this massive facility that we're in. And I was like, that's when it hit me. I was like, oh, this is serious. And I was joking around before because I was like, because when I found out that like he was hurt in some way, I didn't think it was like that bad. I thought like he just like had like a bit of a misstep or something. And I was like, oh, you want to have a fit aid recovery drink to help you recover that injury? And he was like, yeah, grab me a fit aid. 
<laughs> not knowing that it was this severe injury that's going to sideline him for quite some time. So I'll jump in here. I was unaware anything was going on till that guy was like, hey, can we open the garage door? I thought they were just warm. And I was a little ticked because it was freezing out. That's what I thought too. And I'm like, well, some of us don't want to get hypothermia working out. Because October in the Berkshires is a crapshoot. See, that's why the, we're the nerds in the gym, because only nerds would be affected by the cold. Possibly. But that's that's why we stay inside and do nerd things. So I didn't know anything was going on. You come up to me in the most Marco fashion, go, uh, Joe is like... <clears throat> Of all the times we're not recording the video, the time Marco does a spit take. And it was the most nonchalant. To me, I was like, oh, well, we'll give him an ice pack. Like, they're sparring, so he could have kicked him in the knee. You know, maybe he's got a little bruise there. But just the most ridiculous. Yeah, uh, Joe hurt his knee. I didn't think anything of it. So next thing I know, I see the fire trucks coming. So at this point, I get up because we have a habit of calling the fire department a lot at the gym. Where we are, we're at like a steel mill, and Marco has a habit of having to call the fire department at least once a year. So I was just like, is there a fire next door at the supermarket? Is there a fire we need to evacuate? I go over to Joe, I was like, hey guys, we got the fire department roll up. He goes, I know. <laughs> so the fire department walks in, doesn't take their boots off. There's a strict no outside shoes policy. Yeah, yeah, no outside just, shoes on the mats. Come on, God damn it, guys. And they go, hey, what's going on? And I told them, I was like, I have no idea. And do you know who had to clean that after? Me. Because you know who's in charge of the gym after Joe went down? Me. There should be a quote about power. <laughs> Mighty is the hand nepotism. that wields the... It's not really power, it's nepotism at this point. I got you right here. Mighty is the hand that wields the vacuum. <laughs> so anyways, they check them out. They don't even check them out. They go, uh, we thought it was worse than it was. Sorry we called you. Fire department bails. Yeah. They're like, easy enough. Well, I, th I think part of that was is they didn't want to tra attract attention to the gym mainly. Could be. Just during like the whole time of COVID and stuff, you want to like... For the record, we're following all the rules too, so we we're good to open, but uh, you never know. Yeah, yeah. I don't ask questions. Like, like, like the worst thing would be is like if he... If like for some reason they had him get tested mm -hmm. through like, the, like taking an ambulance or something... And gotcha. they and would something. track it back to, like, he was at Southeast Cowbell. I see what you're saying. So, anyways, next thing I know, Joe's hobbling on a piece of PVC pipe. That I had to grab him. And then at that point, I realized it was serious. Because this guy, like, I've never seen him mention pain, much so, less be hurt. So, should we explain what the injury actually was? Yeah, go ahead and tell him, just so his enemies know where to attack him. All right, so it was a patellar tendon tear. Um, the patellar tendon is the tendon... That is uh, right below your kneecap. So your patella is the kneecap. Then there's the quadricep tendon above it that attaches to the quadricep muscle. Then you have the patellar tendon uh, on the bottom part of that. So the patellar tendon snapped and it caused his uh, kneecap to be right in his quad essentially. So it was completely misplaced. It was kind of uh, not pretty to look at. Like, I thought it was interesting to look at, but I also go to school for this stuff, so it's kind of like, I'm in a different boat. But I, how how did you feel about looking at something like that? Did you see something? You like, can see the kneecap out of place. Oh, see, I didn't look. Oh, okay. For me, like my, my training kicked in, I was like, all right, I'm going to get him to the... 
hospital. Yeah. And you're like, let me look. <laughs> I'm going to do a paper about this well, later. I, well, I am going to school for physical therapy, so... Uh, I mean, that. no, on that note, what was funny is trying to get Joe, who now can't bend his leg. He's at least 6'2", 6'3". Yeah, like 6'2", like 3 quarters. I, I was going to say, he's right in our height. So trying to get him into your little four-door car was the initial <laughs> My four plan. four-cylinder engine, Nissan Sentra 2012. And every time, like, he moves, he's in pain. So we're trying to get, like, the leg straight. is right out of the Three Stooges until we ended up uh, we ended up taking my car, a little yeah. bigger SUV, just because we couldn't get his leg to bend into the car. Yeah, yeah. And then we're so. trying to keep track of his pants and everything else he's bringing. It was the most ridiculous. And I don't know if you remember, you were making the worst jokes. Like, I'm all for laughing about humor, but your jokes were so bad at the time. Because I was going straight after, like, the fact that he had a knee injury. You were just like, yeah, one of your legs doesn't work. (laughs) It's like, get your car. (laughs) What are you doing? Or what what was, oh, no, what, there was another one I said. I said, oh, does this make me the strongest one at the gym now? There was was that one. (laughs) The other two guys that were, like, not responsible for the injury that witnessed it were so confused. I've never met them before. Yeah, yeah, so... Well, remember, Joe was like, oh, you guys can stay out there and continue training. And they were like, nope, nope, we're, uh, we're good. Well, the one guy that was sparring with Joe when he got hurt, and not that he was responsible for it, but he was the one closest to it. Um, he, I think he thought about it, and the other guy was like, no, absolutely not. Yeah, yeah, he was, he was like, no, I'm not risking that. I think we retired some martial artists after that one. <laughs> so. Oh, man. But uh, Joe got surgery. He's going to be all right. Uh, it's just going to be a long recovery. So yeah, like Marco yeah. was saying, Marco's kind of running the gym, holding things down. Yeah, which, uh, well, now we now we don't have the classes anymore, so I have a bit more free time. But I was taking on, like, a couple, like at least three days a week were, like, pretty long days. Uh, and then you got your new job. Right, I started back changed. up. So we're figuring it out. We're going to find at least a day a week, get back to it, tread water till Joe gets here. Or maybe, you know what? Maybe we'll paddle stroke. Doggy paddle. We'll do the you, butterfly. You know what we should do is we should get an injury report from him. Call him in. Get an injury report. Like NFL countdown? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just be like, today on the injury report, Joe Jennings expected out six weeks. He'll be oh back in God. four. Except we need to get like a picture of his wife and get like a nice board at the bottom and say like, you know, like how it says like got rap report or whatever is mm-hmm. reporting the injury. And it's a picture of her reporting the update of the injury. And it's like a tweet or something. Oh, my God. If we can get his wife to hold a microphone and do a video. <laughs> Live from the Jennings household. I spoke to Joe this week. He is not optimistic. He will be back on Sunday. Yeah, I think I think we'll be able to get him back on here like uh, in a shorter time frame than he'll be able to be back in the gym and stuff. I figure as long as we don't get snow, we can make it up there yeah, and hold yeah. a boombox outside his bedroom window. I will drive up there. And I will drive him down here. I will carry him in with my own arms. I will huddle him up in these scrawny arms of mine little inside baseball marco drives and no matter what 18 miles an hour <laughs> no matter what the speed limit is so okay him hold going on. to get joe and coming back is a three-hour ordeal hold on it's either i drive super slow i drive the speed limit or i drive over the speed limit so it's either i do one of the three things that are available marco <laughs> that is the only three options you have <laughs> what you just said is i drive <laughs> Okay, but like I, I don't always drive slow. It depends on how like alert I am at the time, how awake I am. Um, it also depends on if I feel like comfortable with the area I'm driving in. And also, 
like up to his house. Depending, like on Sundays, you have to be careful because there's a lot of like stadies that will mm-hmm. be uh, posted up out there. So like on a Sunday, which is when I drive up there, like a lot of the time, that's like, I I drive the speed limit, I at least see like three stadies out there. A lot of stadies, but also animals you gotta be careful of. Oh yeah, he's in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, I didn't even think about that one, and that was probably the more deadly Options. outcome. You forget the most dangerous thing <laughs> is the hitting the moose. <laughs> Heaven forbid the out of shape state police I officer did. gives you a ticket. I know. Um, but yeah, so in the past two, three weeks we were gone, uh, we've missed quite some stuff, and a lot of stuff has happened in America mainly. I didn't even put one of them down here. New president. Allegedly, counselor. Allegedly. He hasn't been signed in yet. So what do you think? This, this, uh, orange Oompa Loompa will pull something out of his ass so he can win the election again? I like how in the Nerds in the Gym podcast, you take a political stance <laughs> when I have known you for three years now and you have never said anything except I don't follow politics. I don't really follow politics, but, uh, I think everybody knows, like, what president's elected. I think that's, like, a pretty common thing. Yeah, that is, the world is changing at a weird rate. Because yeah. from the last time, COVID seemed like it was okay. And then it, that exploded. Yep, and that, that's uh, right here. Yeah, so COVID, where we up? We were, a couple <clears throat> days ago, we had like 183,000 cases in one day here in America. Well, not even America. Oh, that was in America, yeah, yeah but just yeah. Uh, where we are now in Berkshire County, we've got hundreds. Yeah, yeah. So we, we, Growing by the day. we're in here. Kids are getting stuff home for po- colleges and stuff now. Mm-hmm. Um, like, you, you've been getting the emails from MCLA. Yeah, just so you guys know, we're, we're both still... Doing some school, some college stuff. Brandon's finishing up. I'm uh, in my junior year. Margo's age-appropriate to be finishing up. Me, I've just taken a slow ride. <laughs> Getting a couple bachelors for no reason. So, oh, wait. Is it slow ride? Look at you. <laughs> learning a song. I know it from the Cars soundtrack. You know that <laughs> Pixar movie? <laughs> that is funny. Yeah, so COVID's completely exploded, which uh, caused us to stop classes at the gym to kind of like... Uh, Keep things on uh, more of a download there. Make sure yeah. not too many people are in there. But uh, it's kind of crazy. I'm afraid of another lockdown. I mean, I'm at this point where I don't think it changes too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, at least we still have the podcast, too. You guys still get to listen to us, and we get to listen to your feedback in the comment section below. That is true. Once we get posting, you bring in the hate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And even if there's a lockdown, I'll hide in Marco's basement with him <laughs> as we podcast in the wee hours of the night trying not to get caught. have a nice desk set up down there too. Oh my god, we could do so much podcasting. Podcast so hard. <laughs> Alright, you want to get right back into it? Uh, what were we... You want to hit the movie trailers first? Oh yes, should we talk about the Tom and Jerry trailer we just Well saw? first we got a new sponsor. You ready for this? Oh wait, I'm saying it. Well, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you the product. You hit me with the commercial. All right, let's go. All right, proud sponsors of the Nerds in the Gym podcast. Chowder. Are you ever hungry on a cold winter night? Get yourself some chowder from the Tulsa planet. On the planet Trask, there's only two things. (laughs) I messed up the important part. (laughs) Squids and bounty hunters. Can't eat bounty hunters. Try some squid chowder. Now in three flavors. Brought to you by Campbell's. Brought to you by John Favreau, producer of The Mandalorian. John Favreau is not a proud sponsor. He has sent us many cease and desist and a one habit, a restraining order. We're coming for you, John. Actually, 
Hold on. I don't think... We, now that we're bringing the Mandalorian up, I don't think we can ignore the fact that three episodes have happened since we've been gone. True. Let's uh, put a pin in it, though. We'll hit movie trailers first. All right, movie trailers. I'm so excited. I don't think we're going to forget about the Mandalorian. I, I'm so excited about it. All right, guys. Even more exciting than the Mandalorian, I think, is finally, after months and months of no new movies, we're getting some new trailers out. How do you say perfection in a thousand different countries worldwide? How do you say a childhood friend back from the dead? We, of course, are talking about Tom and Jerry. Yeah, this was a weird one. I don't know what to say about this. Tom and Jerry live action, more specifically. A movie. So this is where I get a little confused. It's not really live action because Tom and Jerry are still cartoons. Yeah, but they have real people. Like a, like the real world is in it. Right. So this is kind of along the lines of Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Space okay. Jam? Yep. And um, I'm sure they've done it a couple of times. I... So it's not complete live action. It's not like they have a CGI Garfield cat playing yeah, Tom. Yeah. I think they should have tried CGI on this. Really? I, I don't think uh, their animation style is going with it, the entire movie. I, I think it's more specifically how, like, I feel like Tom in this situation, like, shadows and stuff should be casted over him differently. Like, I feel like the way that, like, uh, like he should be a little brighter in this scenario with the sun beating right down on him, it seems like he's too dark. I think what happened here, and I could be completely wrong, CGI... Almost burned Sonic the Hedgehog to the ground. But at the same time, it was able to bring it back. Yeah, yeah. So I think you risk that when you have a CGI cat and a CGI mouse, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, well, that doesn't look like Tom and Jerry. What are we doing? Yeah, yeah. So I'm okay with them doing this. Uh, I think the thing with the Sonic thing, though, was is they really tried to make it like their own Sonic as opposed to going based off of actual Sonic material. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, if they just stuck to, like, this material but made it look more realistic, I think they could, would have nailed it. So let me ask you this. Would Tom and Jerry, something you watched as a kid, were you aware of Tom and Jerry? Because that was something that was before was my all, time. I watched it all the time. Me too. Yeah. So do kids still watch Tom and Jerry? I don't know. Because I feel like... I It used to run all the time on, like, one of the cartoon channels or something. There was definitely, like, the original Tom and Jerry, which I watched all the time, in reruns. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like they brought it back, too. Kind of like they bring Scooby-Doo back yeah, every yeah. three years. Scooby-Doo is so fantastic. I, I haven't seen Scoob yet, but I'd watch it. Yeah, that was, like, one of the first streaming movies. Yeah, that's true. I think they were planning on streaming that before COVID, too. Or no? I think it was supposed to be released in theaters. Okay. Yeah. So, it was. you're right, it was right then. Yeah, because it happened right as soon as the shutdown happened, mm-hmm. I think. But what I will say, like, I, what I like about this Tom and Jerry trailer is they have, like, very familiar moments from the cartoons. Familiar Tom getting moments? his finger slammed in the window. Yeah, yeah. Happened all the time. How many times do you think he falls from an extremely high height in this film? If it's anything less than 20, I want my money back. <laughs> it, it happened at least twice in the trailer, if not more. Oh, yeah. And wow. uh, when Jerry was eating the olives mm-hmm. and he was popping them in his mouth three times, that was something else from the cartoon. yeah. I, um, they have, like, some faces you may recognize, too, in the cast. What's exciting? So what do you feel about as an actress? Uh, her name is Zoe? Chloe something? 
She's got like a weird like Latin name, I want to say. I'm trying to think. She was in Kick-Ass. I got it right here. It's going to be Zoe Chloe Moritz. Okay. That's the girl we're thinking of? Yeah, yeah. She was um, in Kick-Ass. She was in Neighbors 2. So I saw her in Neighbors 2. Never seen Kick-Ass. I'm sorry. No worries. Um, I don't know. Like, I, I, in Neighbors 2, she didn't really have, like, too big a role. Well, she's renowned as a good actress. Yeah, yeah. She. I'm trying I, to think of what else I know her from. I can't think of anything, but like if you bring her up, people are like, "Oh, she's a great actress." She, she is. Uh, she is a good. What, what's her name again? Um, it's Z O E, and then space Chloe, C H L O E, and it'll come up. Yeah, because she's in a decent amount of movies, and she's been um, she's been pretty consistent over the past few years. Actually, she's twenty three years old, so like really, like this is around like. So see. the thing, um, Kickass was probably her big. She was only like 12 or 13 when she started that, but... Yeah, yeah. If you look at it, that's the three movies a year for the last, like... Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's early on. But still, like, it's just something I don't know for sure. I don't mind her. Like, I see her. Yeah, like, I I don't think... Personally, I don't think this is, like, the best choice she could have made in terms of roles. I think in terms of, like, what movies she's been in and stuff, she's more talented than playing uh, in a cheesy comedy. My thing... Actors have different reasons for doing it. So yeah, she yeah. might like, oh, I love Tom and Jerry as a kid. Yeah, It yeah, could be true. there's not a lot of work going around for her right now. Yeah, yeah. It could be as simple as she has a little sibling mm-hmm. that she wanted to do it for. But that wasn't the only one. Who else did we see in there? So we had Michael Pena in there. He's From in the, Ant-Man. Yep, Ant-Man. I, he's a funny guy. He's honestly one of the funniest parts of Ant-Man. Yeah, yeah. Um... I'm actually not surprised to see him in this movie. Seems like something he would do. He just kind of is like floats around in many different. Well, my thing is like Michael Pena. He's done some like dramatic roles. Yeah, yeah. He, he was does. in that cop movie, but I feel like he's not cast as a leading man. I feel like he could be, yeah, or yeah. lead in comedy. I feel like they just don't. Colin Jost is from SNL. Yeah, yeah. He's in. I, I think he was the guy with the mustache in the trailer. Yep. He was only in a quick clip. Yeah, yeah. They showed him like walking into. The hotel. Legend. Ken Jeong. I'm... I don't know how to feel about him in this movie. It's so... Like, it's... He's a super funny guy, but, like... Do you think... Like all of his other films, his character's just gonna be absolutely absurd? I think he's gonna play a Ken Jeong character who's in it for ten minutes, and they show him he's the chef. Yeah. So Tom and Jerry are gonna ruin a couple cakes... You have a food fight. He's going to make some zany voices. And honestly, Ken Jeong is hilarious. Oh, he's so funny. You don't have the same connection to him as Joe and I do where, like, Community. Once you watch Community, you'll have this, like, warm I feeling. I watched three seasons. Oh, really? Why'd yeah. you stop? Why did I stop? Season four. I got to season four, and I couldn't get through three episodes. In my defense, when it was happening, I was watching it from the beginning. It hit season four. I stopped watching. I had to go back and rewatch it. Okay. It took a while. So, so that's the I'm in the same boat. I didn't realize you had started watching it. Because then you know, like... I watched this all the way at the back at the beginning of quarantine. Okay, I don't think you told us. I did. We talked about it. Did we? Yes. World's changed, Marco, but... <laughs> I am El Tigre. <laughs> I am a wise and mysterious Yeah, but, man. like, his character's absurd in that show, so... And he's really big right now because of Mass Singer. I yeah. know it's not really your thing, but, like... Oh, no, I... Gronk was on there. Yeah, last year. Yeah. Of course I watched it. He, uh, he has a whole new following because of that. And 
Honestly, yeah. I respect him. He gave up being a doctor. <laughs> I love how he was a doctor and I was a... One of the most absurd people in Hollywood. But you know how much money he's making just trying to guess who's behind a costume oh, right I know. now? I know. And he's got his own spinoff. Yeah, I know. The spinoff I haven't seen yet, but it's pretty much should be called, like, Ugly People Can Sing Too. Because it's like the person comes out in costume. Oh, my God. And they go, like, can he or she sing? I think so. What? They can't? Oh, oh man. It is super weird. Yeah, but, uh... I don't know. The movie just... It looks like Tom and Jerry, but Tom and Jerry, I don't think, will work as a movie that well. This is going to be one of those movies where I'm not going to want to watch it. I'm going to end up seeing it. But there will be a family member that wants to see it, or someone that forces me to see it. It'll, it'll end up... I, I feel like I should like watch Sonic first. Movie. Nice Netflix and chill movie. I didn't want to say it, Marco, and rub it in your face because you're so alone, but this it would be a good date movie Yeah, yeah. if the girl's into Tom and Jerry. I don't think they need to be into Tom and Jerry. No? You think they have to hate Tom and Jerry and then you're going to watch No, no, because I don't think you're going to stay watching it. (laughs) Marco, you were doing so good, too. If that's what your intention is, watching this movie, you should probably not put on a kid's movie (laughs) and try and make your move. Where it's just like, I love Jerry as a kid. You actually think this would be a good date night. Um, if you've been dating a while, okay, if you've and been they look, that is the thing. Because if I mean, I guess we're doing a date episode. <laughs> Once you get to a certain point, like, and your girl likes kids movies, you're gonna watch some kids movies. See, I really enjoy kids movies, like those Pixar movies. Phenomenal. I'm not arguing they're not bad, they're not good, but it's like if I'm home alone, I'm not gonna go watch a Pixar movie, and you're telling me opposite. Like you're okay <laughs> watching hurts so much for me. <laughs> That hurts so two, much. Two different guys, that's all, Martha. No judgment here. I'm not going <laughs> to... Oh, man. I have a room full of Funko Pop dolls. Like, you can't really... <laughs> you have a strong uh, Funko stance. Funko Pops are cool. I, I almost went got into a bad habit of, like, really going after collecting those things. Marco, it's dangerous. I, I started know. it at the beginning of quarantine <laughs> just because I was like, I don't even know why. I was like, oh, these office ones are sweet. So, my mom's boyfriend, his brother... Uh, every Christmas gets us Funko Pops as like little gifts, and every time I get one, I'm like, I'm so tempted to go out and buy more. There's so many Baby Yoda ones, and every time he does anything, they make another one of it. And it's Ooh, got the tea. Ooh, got the chowder. Got the octopus on my face. Got the eggs. <laughs> the only um, issue I can't look at them right now because they have spoilers because uh-huh. they leaked them, so I don't want to have any spoilers happen. Oh, so there's spoilers on those ones. No, not oh. these ones. These ones are last seasons. On the new, there's new ones. There's out new that... ones out that leaked. Oh, wow. they were gonna release them as the episodes release. Okay. So I try not to look at them. But let's go back to Pixar. Which Pixar movies are you watching by yourself? Toy Story Four. I watched by myself. Okay. Um. Well, I've actually watched all the Toy Stories by myself. Um. I'm trying to think. Wait. Let's just look up the movies because I can't remember which ones are Pixar movies. I was about um, to say, I'm old enough to remember when Pixar wasn't owned by Disney. Because there's, there's a crap ton of these movies in there. Oh, Wally's a good one. Like Wally. Never saw Wally here, it's sad. So these are their franchises. Monster, uh, Monsters Inc. Well, I watched uh, Monsters University. Never saw the second Finding Nemo, which was Finding Dory. Never saw it. Uh, I watched the new Incredibles. I hear that was, no pun intended, incredible. It, it was. Did you have a seizure? 
they said during one of those scenes with the baby that they had a after one day of being in theaters they had to put like a seizure warning really before you go in yeah um you know what's funny is like whenever those seizure warning scenes pop up my head starts to really hurt when i watch those and it freaks me out because I'm like, I swear to God, if I do, if I am one of those people that has a seizure, mm-hmm. I'm going to be so pissed at myself. I have a friend who had LASIK surgery. Mm-hmm. So like 3D stuff he can't see. Okay. And things like that, it just it doesn't okay. have any effect on him. Marco, you have a lot of the same movie interests as my girlfriend. If you ever want to come over and watch a movie with her while I go do anything else. <laughs> I have seen the first half hour of Brave, I kid you not, at least 15 times. Because she'll put it on as we're going to sleep. So I've never seen Brave. That was like the long redhead girl, right? And she's Scottish. like a bow hunter. Uh, she's art? a tomboy, Marco. Okay. And her dad wants her to be a girly girl. Okay. And she wants to be a warrior princess. Inside Out, I never saw. Up is Up is a great movie. Have you seen that one? I, uh, no. I aged out of these. The beginning will make you cry. I just, I don't want to feel sad watching cartoons. But then there's a happy ending. I did see Ratatouille. Right, I have not seen that one in a long time. Oh, I so, saw. It. I'm sorry, I saw it once. Um, it was the shot the rat like the rat controlled the guy by the hair to help mm-hmm. him be like be like a chef. Right. Um, Wally, another that movie has like a depressing background to it. You've gone back and forth with Wally three times. <laughs> You're like Wally and up and and Wally. <laughs> this this movie we. Like, this movie scared me more than anything when I watched it when I was younger. When all those people were just like these extremely fat people on like a space station <laughs> in wheelchairs and stuff. And no, that is not why I got into working out. I got into working out just so I could have a long, healthy life. I guess that is part of the reason. <laughs> you have some dark voices in your head you thought you had to answer to. <laughs> I like doing crunches. I guess I chose a bad topic because I realized I haven't seen half these after Toy Story. So I never saw a sequel here. Cars, I dropped out after Cars 2. I think there's a third one. For the record, Monsters, Inc. 1. Hilarious. I saw it recently. Oh, great movie. Yeah. Oh, who is it that they have in that? They have the uh, the deep voice guy that plays the uh, Sully. Oh, that is John, John Goodman. Goodman. Like, I'm Legendary shocked that actor. he's in this movie. I think he was at a weird time in his career <clears throat> where, like, um, he was probably in the downhill slide, late <clears throat> 90s, early 2000s. <clears throat> yeah. And now, because uh, Billy Crystal is the voice of Mike. So same thing. They got two major celebrities. <clears throat> and that was back, I don't think Disney owned Pixar at that point. Yeah. I think they bought sure. it after. Is there any Pixar movie you want a sequel to? Or another sequel to? You know, it's hard uh, to say. I feel like they may end up doing another Toy Story. Those just keep coming out every, like, few years. Right. What's well, funny because they did the first one. Three years later, they got the second one, which I don't think did well because I was on TV pretty quick. The second one with the uh, the girl, Jesse. Yeah, it didn't. So the those first two are rated extremely highly mm-hmm. by critics and fans, and even the third and fourth one are like they have like ridiculously high scores. I think it's the perfect mix of nostalgia, yeah, and like generally being a good movie. The third one. I was in high school when it came out. I went to see it because, like, the first one was my favorite movie as a kid. Yeah, yeah. I almost, like, cried in the theaters. Oh, man, that ending? Oh, when they're man. on the conveyor belt? I'm just like, <clears throat> you're getting choked up now just thinking about it. Like, I, I was bawling my eyes out. Were you at the theater seeing it, or were you home? So, here's the thing. We did a field trip for school. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, yeah. We had a field trip for school to watch this movie. And I remember sitting there, and I'm looking around. 
And then I see this scene coming up. I start getting teary-eyed. I'm looking around, and I'm like, is anybody else crying? Nobody else is, like, tearing up. I'm like, I'm going to look like such a pussy right now in front of everybody. Well, I'm trying to think. So you had to be 10? I think I was in fifth grade. Okay. I was in, like, fifth grade or something. Yeah, I remember. Which is a tough thing for a guy. I remember I'm looking, and it wasn't as much, like, I guess, like, yeah, my guy friends see me, but I was like... I swear to God, if a girl sees me, now I'm not afraid to cry in front of a woman because I realize they love it. They're like, oh, I need an emotional guy. <laughs> Your theories on women are so <laughs> skewed. No, no. They, 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 what I should say is they don't mind if you get teary-eyed and stuff. But I used to have like that perception like, oh, they're not going to talk to me if I cry. Right. <clears throat> or if I get teary-eyed. But no, I just remember like, are they going to kill my childhood in front of me for no reason? <laughs> I, I remember, I remember watching it happen. I remember as my eyes are like starting water and they start coming more and more. I'm like, no. And so one of my friends looks at me. He's like, what the hell's wrong with you right now? We're, we're in fifth grade. So he's like, what's wrong with you? Well, those are your movies, right? <laughs> That's what you're telling us. Like yeah. that was your go-to. You just watch over and over again. So Joe says I watch Monsters Inc. on Remon mm-hmm. all the time. The first one would just like start it over again and again. I don't remember that much from like my early childhood. As does nobody. No one. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it was, uh... Yeah, no, I just kept watching that one. Well, it's funny, because you would watch that one on repeat. That was the last one I remember watching before. I was like, oh, I'm too old for this. So I'd wa- I watched it once. I and... never really grew out of them. No, that's cool, man. I think it's also cool, because you don't have to. I, I think it's, like, uh, just because it's a cartoon, people grow out of it. It's, like, mm-hmm. this cartoon, and it's, like, uh, a childy animation, but... You know, it's not, like, really, like, you're too old for it. They actually have, like, some really, like, deep storytelling and stuff. In oh, excellent writing and the <laughs> jokes are hilarious. Yeah. Well, that's what's cool. You don't have to grow out of things anymore. I feel like I hit a point. There's a five-year point where I grew out of everything. Yeah, yeah. And then somehow, I don't know if it was just me or society, it became okay to like it again. Yeah, yeah. So there's only, like, a two- or three-year gap, and I was able to catch part, up. like, the whole woke movement type thing that's going on? I don't know that if it's... like, the whole, like, accepting... People identifying who they are and stuff, and that's like more like let people just like what they like. I definitely think there's part of that. I don't know if I'd mix that in with the woke movement, but yeah, yeah. Well, I think if you just like kind of if you're able to accept like somebody like identifies in some like way that doesn't, uh, uh, right? If you identify as a dolphin, yeah, yeah, that's okay because I get to go watch my Marvel movies, yeah, yeah, <clears throat> like all right, Marco, before we move on from Pixar. This came out of left field, by the way. We had a list of things to talk about. We did not bring up Pixar. No, we didn't. That's okay. You have to do a Pixar movie crossover. What is it? What two movie franchises are crossing over in your Pixar universe? For the Pixar movies? I think Toy Story and Incredibles would be pretty cool. Okay. What's the plot? <clears throat> Incredibles get shrunk down to toys? You know, I think that's... I think I just did it. I think that's your move right there. Because you don't want to make Woody a life-size human. Yeah, yeah. That would be hilarious, though. So the toys have to help them get back. What if, like, the Incredibles, what if, like, the humans finally find out that the toys are alive? Mm -hmm. And then there's, like, this whole, like, dilemma. So, like, they call in the Incredibles as the superheroes to, like, try to take them down. Mm -hmm. And then, like, there's actually, like, a bit of, like, a war between toys. I want Buzz Lightyear and the dad from Incredibles to have a fist fight on Andy's bed. Boom. (laughs) Drop the mic. (laughs) You think their fists would collide and a big explosion would just come about? I'm, I'm good with it. I'm not going to lie, Mark. I don't think I've ever seen The Incredibles. Uh, what was I just going to ask? 
Pixar movies, Incredibles. Sorry, oh. guys. Usually Marco car crashes it, and that was me this time. <laughs> I'll think of it. Sorry. That's on me. Yeah, it is on you. All right, and that's our weekly Pixar talk. All right. Can we talk about it now? Can we talk about The Mandalorian? You guys ready for this? This is what bumped me out, because we've been waiting for The Mandalorian. Waiting for it. Waiting for it. Torn Patella. Torn Patella attended, and then everything went downhill. All of a sudden, like, everything we've been talking about and talking about... Our first episode, we watched the trailer for The Mandalorian Season Mm -hmm. 2. All right, let's do it up. Oh, man. So, uh, should we go episode by episode, or just... It's so tough now that there's three episodes out. Yeah. So, first episode, you see him go back to Tatooine. Correct? Tatooine, yeah. I, I'm really bad with you all those teas. You said Tatooine or something. Home of Anakin Skywalker. How do you like that? And Luke Skywalker. Too soon, Marco. Too soon. And we get to see that old lady that runs the ship depot with mm-hmm. the droids. And he's okay with droids now. Which is, a, I think, a fun callback to last season where the droid helped save him. Yeah, yeah. So now he's kind of softened his anti-droid Where stance. he removed his mask. Also, spoilers. Oh, yeah, spoilers. Ahead. Spoilers, everyone. Uh-huh. Like, if you haven't watched The Mandalorian in season two, and we're on episode three now, and you're listening to us, stop listening to us and go watch The Mandalorian. I, what are you I, doing? I have a couple friends that I can't talk about it around because they re- are refusing to watch it until the entire se- uh, season's out. I'm like, you guys are out of your mind. I think I think I'm in the right where I can just talk about it. If you do not see it within the week that it's out, you're being generous with a week. I think our role at the gym is a weekend. Yeah, yeah, you have the weekend. You have a weekend, or if it's a movie, when we had movies out, like I think you had a month. I think was our role. Yeah. Or you just have that like, courtesy talk, like Joe, legitimately doesn't mind if you tell him the entire movie. The entire plot yeah. and how it ends because he goes I'm realistically not going to watch so it I'm so happy I've known nothing about going into these episodes so when my work schedule what sucks is I can't watch it till like Friday night mm-hmm. so I have to be really careful on the internet but yeah so episode one was that with the cowboy that was with the cowboy that had Boba Fett's armor on just thinking about it man they perfectly did a western episode mm-hmm. in Star Wars for a season premiere where the established characters, where you introduce new characters, old characters you love, and then found a new way. And what did it do? It just tread water. One, one thing that I find hilarious is they try selling that that's Boba Fett when he first walks in, but you can clearly tell the armor and stuff does not fit him at all. So it's like, I knew when he walked in, I was like, that's not Boba Fett, but that's his armor. I like it. So I didn't notice it was Boba Fett's armor at first. I just saw it. I get blinded because I was like, oh my gosh, he found the Mandalorian. Yeah, yeah. And then when he put the helmet down and they distinctly leave it on the helmet. Yeah. You know two things. One, not a real Mandalorian because he took the helmet off. Yeah, yeah. And two, Boba Fett's helmet. Yeah. And right there, it's just like my mind exploded. And that entire episode, I'm working with the Tusken Raiders and stuff and taking down the dragon. Mm-hmm. That was, again, we're going to probably bring this up. Special effects on this show, insane. Ridiculous. Like, it's a TV show. There is no reason that this show is this good. Like, if this show sucked, I don't even know how you'd make this show bad at this point. Like, it's so good. Even if it were bad in terms of plot and everything, people would still watch it for the effects. Exactly, and vice versa. Yeah. So it's like if the effects were bad, people would stay for the plot. Because you're not 
you're not, uh, especially during this quarantine period, you would be like, this is the closest I got to, like, a movie theater in terms of effects and everything. Like, a live-action movie, this is the closest I have to watching something like that. I would argue if movies were open, Marco, this is better than any movie. Oh, it is. You're telling me right now Fast 9 is going to compete to The Mandalorian? No, no God, You're no. crazy. No. Did you see, like, the ridiculous numbers when The Mandalorian released this past month? They jumped up from, like, 30,000 users, or... 30 million users all the way up to 76 million. Users or subscribers? Subscribers. They, they got new subscribers? Because I laugh because I've had Disney Plus since the beginning. Mm-hmm. Actually, I bought it for $3 a month for was one three of those, years. like, increase in the subscription. And it was, like, six months before it dropped because mm-hmm. I was just like, I need the Marvel movies. I need Mandalorian. I've watched the Mandalorian on it. My girl watches Disney movies. I think I maybe have watched the Mighty Ducks once. Yeah. I have paid $300 for the Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. And my girlfriend that fall asleep to movies. The, the, oh man. It is just and it's so worth weird. it. And then after they beat that dragon. Well, let's talk about how they beat the dragon. So they had their first plan failed. Yep. And then, which again, you don't want your plan to work out because then your hero has nothing to do. So in that, I don't want to call it a melee. In the confusion, you just see where I feel bad calling him Mando. I know that's not his name. I always forget his name. It's the jargon. Which is fine. They call Mando in the show. I can call Mando in real life. And just the audible he had to call. Yeah, yeah. Was just so elegant. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's just so good in general. I'm trying to think. They tied dynamite to the beast. I can't think of the name. So they didn't tie it down. It was on saddlebags. So they put it on the... Oh, they had those, like, uh, you're talking about the explosives on, like, the uh, beast that they brought with them. Yeah, the pack okay. animal. Yeah, so they had those uh, with them. I mean, yeah, they had it on those, and then they were trying to bring them in as close as possible. Well, they planted the explosives down. Because they were something with his tummy, right? Yeah, they had to try to hit stomach. it on his stomach. Sorry. So they were trying to lure it out of the cave, mm-hmm. and they were trying to put them as close as possible to where his stomach would be if he came out. And I don't think he came out far enough when he came out. That was the first time. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, so when everyone's running around scrambling and Mando gets eaten, and you know, like, you know, they're not going to kill him off, but you just see him explode from the belly of the beast. And then comes flying out on his jetpack. Well, when he had to take the uh, sheriff's jetpack, stab it. Yeah. And Call he back fell. to when uh, Han Solo did that to uh, Boba. What we think ended Boba. But it was just such a perfect callback, and it wasn't forced. Yeah. No pun intended. And he goes flying off. And I just love how they're using Baby Yoda this season. Yeah. He hasn't used the Force. He's not always the center of the plot. Right until Ryan Johnson's episode. Ryan Johnson, when he deletes everything that's happened. <laughs> Yoda uses Force time travel. It's going to get crazy. Force retcon! But then at the same time... There's those moments where, like, oh, they hold a knife to him. Yeah. And, you know, Mando has to save him. Or Mando will say things like, watch the kid. Mm-hmm. I'll take this. You watch the kid. Yeah. So that was episode one. The end sequence. Did you know that was Boba Fett? I, when I watched it, I was like, I'm pretty sure that's Boba Fett. That's the same actor that played Jango Fett. That's a good eye on you. You're really good with those details. Mm-hmm. When I saw it, I thought they were just setting up the villain for the season. Nope. And I think what I saw online is they're saying he was wearing Tuscan Raider stuff. 
Which makes sense because Mando was able to speak Tuscan Raider. So there's a theory that he was the lead Tuscan Raider that was talking to them and setting it up. I mean, it's very, very impressive if that's the deep writing they're doing. Mm-hmm. And I guess we'll, at some point they're going to end up back on Tatooine. Tatooine or... Because they, they didn't set up that sheriff for no reason. Yeah. And they didn't show Boba Fett for no reason. There's going to there's gonna be some that's going to come down between those two because of the armor and then Boba mm-hmm. wanting it back. And I'm sure he's still connected to the bounty hunters where he sees Baby Yoda as his way of getting back. Yeah, yeah. But the idea that we could see Slave... Was it be Slave 2, the ship? Or yes. Slave 1? Slave 1, I think. Sorry, they... I'm trying to remember who had what ship. Slave, anyways, even if it's Slave 1 or 2, whatever, going up against the defeated ship that Mando has right now. Yeah, that's... Uh, I have no idea where they're going to take this. And that's the best part. I honestly I, don't know. Normally, like you can kind of be like, oh, I know where they're taking me. This, I have no idea. They're setting so much stuff up right now. And like I saw a meme that, uh, that uh, was saying it perfectly. It was the gif of uh, the end of the office episode where they're holding up the guns to each other, their finger guns with each other. There's a three of them. I'm not going uh, down for this. Yeah, yeah. I was like, this is exactly how this is going to end at this point, this season. I am going to be so upset they leave us on a cliffhanger because I'm not going to be able to mentally take a year. I don't think they will. I think they have enough respect for the audience at this point that they can't do it. Uh, episode two of season two. I uh, thought it was going to be a filler episode. Mm-hmm. kind of was would you agree with that statement kind of was but i still enjoyed it i enjoyed it a lot In it was order- a different take it was kind of like a horror type of uh because like just with the use of like the spiders and stuff they're taking i could definitely see what you're saying with the horror element they're taking classic tropes mm-hmm. and the mandalorian's doing all of them so this yeah. is the classic i need to get to point a to point b the fastest way possible mm-hmm. but i can't do the fastest way possible yeah yeah and you see it all the time with like old westerns where it's just like, oh, we can't take this trail. That's the fastest. Yeah, yeah. We have to take the more dangerous trail. Uh, sci-fi, they do it all the time. It's like, oh, can't use this. Got to go the more dangerous trail. Mm-hmm. Even in Star Wars, the original, where they're going through like the comets. Yep, the asteroid fields and everything. Yeah, they're just classic storytelling things yeah, that yeah. they're killing every time. So the plot is she has information. The lizard lady. She knows where the Mandalorians are. Or can lead him to the Mandalorians. But she wants a ride. With her eggs. Right. Which can't go into hyperspeed. Hyperspace? Hyperspace. What's a hyperspace mean? Chewy, hyperspace. Now you got me messed up. I think it's hyperspace. The other thing is the echo with the headphones sometimes. Hyperdrive. Hyperdrive? Hit the hyperdrive to go into hyperspace. Yeah, I don't. Uh, Now Marco bought a hyperdrive. Anyways, I'll keep going. And, and of course, something happens. Hyperspace. Look at that nice shot there. Can you explain to me? So there were rebel pilots that told them to dock at the station. Where they? This is where I get a little confused, timeline wise. So were they rebels, or are they going to be rebels eventually? So this happens after episode six. So they're somewhere between. Rebels going into the resistance. Okay, so right now the Empire's gone. So they were rebels. They were rebels, but I'm not sure 
when they changed the resistance. Okay, and the heavier side of the two was actually the director for the episode. I don't know if you knew that or yeah, not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Wow, well, what's his name? Um, he's the guy, Dave Filoni. Is that it? Yep. yep, that's the one. He's the one that did the Clone Wars. You're right. Okay, that's mm-hmm. where I knew the name from. So anyways, uh, good episode. Not too much to talk about. Baby Yoda eating spiders came back to bite him. Yep. And all of them. I'll just call them the rebels. The rebels saved him and won't help him get off the planet yeah. after chasing him to crash. Well, uh, they uh, it was something with his records. Oh, they found out after. Yeah, yeah. They're like, sorry, we made you crash, but you're on your own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not much happened that episode. I still enjoyed it. It was just one of those that I don't. I hate to call them filler episodes because it had a lot of merit, but um. It's not like the filler episodes in the Clone Wars. No. Where I'm sitting there watching Jar Jar Banks run around the stupid city. Or R2-D2's got a four-episode story arc. That was the worst. That was the worst. I was, I remember, I was like, I need to watch this in case there is, like, something, like, slightly important. There was, like, one slightly important thing, but other than that, I was, like, banging my head against the wall. Well, I'm just glad I had you to tell me I could skip those episodes. So I skipped them, except for that, like, explosion on the fourth episode in the last, like, four minutes. That's the only good part. It was some sort of it set some sort of visual effects record. Yeah, yeah. Also, we're a big Clone Wars fan for the show, like yeah. big supporters of it. Because Joe's not here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For this is a version of Nerds in the Gym. I don't know what you want to call it. Two point two out of three ain't bad. Split screen. I don't know. Two out of three ain't bad. It actually sounds pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I said yeah. It out loud. So meatloaf callback. So anyway, so uh, you good if we're done episode two? Because yeah, again, I'm done with episode two. Episode I want to three. talk about episode three. So I could have skipped the other two and gone right to episode three, Marco. I don't. This is the most recent episode. Came out this past Friday, the Tuesday right now. Hands down for me, the greatest episode of television I have ever seen. It was so good. The setups, the reveals, everything. I am so excited with where this show is going right now. I, I, I don't know how to say it. The only spoiler I had before I got to it is they said. Uh, the WWE wrestler Sasha Banks was in this episode and she was in the trailer. They didn't say who she was in the trailer. And that's all I knew. So I was like, Oh sweet. The Sasha Banks episode came in early because, uh, you're not a big wrestling fan. I follow it like not religiously, but I, I'm, I keep up on it. Yeah, yeah. And she's a really big name right now in women's wrestling. So I was excited for it just yeah. cause you've got two genres of things I enjoy coming out. But Oh my gosh, Marco, where do, where do we even begin? So they show up on the planet, and reunited with lovers. We get the chowder scene, mm-hmm. and then they say where the Mandalorian are. Yep. They go on the ship. At this point, do you trust those pirates? I trusted them. I was like, okay, yeah, they're going to take him to wherever he needs to go. I, so paid. here's my thing is in Star Wars, especially in a show like this with bounty hunters and stuff, and I've always learned that you can't trust the things that go on in this universe. I was good with it until they wanted me to get closer to the hole. Yeah, and then yeah. I was like, how dumb are you? Yeah, yeah. You stupid son of a bitch are going to get my baby Yoda killed. And then uh, the Mandalorians come in and save them both. Honestly, like, I know nothing's going to happen to baby Yoda. I know nothing's going to happen to Mando. There was still, like, a son- Like, I had, like, I was like, what's going to happen here? I When they kicked baby Yoda into the water, I gasped. I was like, <gasps> no. Like, so, mind you, I watched this at 3 a.m. in the morning. I'm... <laughs> I watched this basically right as soon as it released, and I'm sitting there. I'm 
Yeah, no, that that was a ridiculous thing in general. But I was like, there's no way. Because there was a part of me, I was like, if this happens to him right now, I'm not going to sleep. I'm not going to sleep tonight. Oh, if anything happens to Baby Yoda, my year is ruined. Like, that could be the, that would be the worst thing that happened in 2020. What am I going to do with my Christmas sweater? And I stand by that comment. (laughs) Um, So anyways, he hops in the water. I'm always confused if he can breathe underwater or not. He can't. No, he can't. (laughs) I was like, oh, so he can swim, right? My question no. is, he ca- he came up for air, got his air, went under for about two seconds, and then came back up as if he was out of breath. Well, I do wonder, like, because he's swimming in metal. Yeah, yeah. So my mind was like, he's going to go, he's going to get eaten again, he's going to blow the thing out from the inside. Is it just me, or does he still not know how to use his jetpack properly, though, too? I think they set up last season where it's like, it doesn't work properly. Okay. Was that a thing where it got damaged? I think it got damaged, but it seems like he uses it perfectly fine. I think they set it up at first like it's going to take time to learn mm-hmm. how to use it. That could be it, but remember when Baby Yoda had the knife to his throat and the guy wanted his jetpack? Oh, yeah, yeah. So he was able to use it then. I think if it worked perfectly all the time, it'd be a boring tool. Yeah, yeah. So anyways, Mandalorian show up, take out the pirates. Did you have any idea that this was going to be the Mandalorian from the Clone Wars? I did. It was okay. the armor. It was the same armor as the Mandalorian from the planet Mandalore. So I knew that. I do respect that you remember like exactly how they look. Like yeah, in my yeah, head, so I can I remember that. that. Did I know it was going to be those ones underneath it? Um, I had a feeling that the main one there with the red hair mm-hmm. was going to be it just because she was such a significant figure in the Clone Wars, and I knew she was in the Rebel show. So shout out to Katie Sackoff. I believe that's her name. She has a lot. Of, she, I believe she's in one of the Star Trek series. Okay. Next Generation or something. She was in one of the Chronicles of Riddick movies. She's got a lot of nerd um, props behind her. That's sweet. And also she did the voice for the cartoon. I'm not going to say anything bad about her. Maybe we'll get her on the podcast. All right. We're learning. <laughs> but yeah, so she did the voice in the Clone Wars too. So that okay. was probably one of the rare times where the person that does the voice yeah, yeah. gets to do the TV show. Well, um... So can I, do you know that character name? I can't remember her name, but... If you could type uh, that in just real quick, because I, I want to make sure we're talking about the same one. You can even type in Katie Sackhoff. Because she was the one... That's not the one Obi-Wan falls for. That's the sister of the one Obi-Wan falls yeah, for, correct? Yeah, because uh, the one he falls for died. And she teams so up with he, Darth Maul. Let's see... Uh, Bo-Katan, that's right. Bo-Katan. Okay. So this takes place after season... Not season, after movie six. Yes. Clone Wars happens after movie two. In between two and three. How does she not age? Is it a clone situation? Is it the granddaughter? I think she was pretty young at the time. Like, I don't know, like... So I think it's so say she from, definitely like looks like she aged a tad like. Well, my thing is like so again I'm not nitpicking at all. I just want to make sure I understand the story. So say episode two happens, episode three between three and four, Luke Skywalker turns from zero to twenty. Yeah, somewhere around there. And then from four to six, it's say another ten five years, years. Five years. I think it's five years. So we're rocking twenty five. Okay, that's not bad at all. No. So she could be honestly. It, so it, she's forty six. Yeah. So she okay. could. Yeah. See, I thought more time had passed. Yeah, yeah. All right. So if you want to scroll over one I more picture, because I think Anakin is only like fifty something when he dies. 
Okay. All right, Matt. That's yeah. Right. You know what's crazy is that they don't have to rewrite the story. Yeah. Like, X-Men has to rewrite the story every other movie. Yeah, yeah. And then Star Wars has somehow been able to write this perfect story for 50 years and not have to be like, oh, forget about that. It's crazy. Meanwhile, X-Men is here doing movies to rewrite movies. Oh, I know. They're like, uh, yeah, Wolverine redid that, but also forget we did this character, too. Yeah, but what about episodes uh, 7, 8, and 9? You think they have to rewrite those? I don't think so. I think we can work around them. Okay. But for The Mandalorian, we don't have to worry about it. Yeah, yeah. So this is Sasha Banks, current WWE champion, for those following at home. What did you think of her character? She had three lines. Not much, but, like, a kick-ass character. I think all three of them were just, like, badass. I think they all played off. Katie Sackhoff was obviously the talker. Mm-hmm. I think you have that quiet follower. Mm-hmm. She had one line where she was talking about needed a super boost to some made up thing to get to another thing. Yeah, yeah. But then there's the fight scenes. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, it probably wasn't those actors, but I her could, character. I could see her, Sasha Banks doing those. Yeah, I think she could definitely. Yeah. She's athletic enough. And then there's the guy character who didn't really add much. He kind of annoyed me. He just was, like, I don't know. I don't even think he was annoying. He just, uh, he pretty much didn't talk. He had, like, did you catch that one slam he had on the stormtroopers? They never, they can't even hit the broad side yeah, of a yeah, barn yeah. door. I saw that, and I was just like, that made me feel so good. No, I know. And also, later on, they actually hit something. Oh, I know. They hit Mando. Again. As, and- as he's running down the hallway with no other option, he's like, I'll do this. Do, do. What's... So, I mean, we skipped around a little bit. So, anyways, they want to take the weapons from the ship. That is what they pitched to Mando. They want to take the weapons, but they more importantly want to take the Darksaber from Moff Gideon. Right. But they also wanted the ship. Mm -hmm. So, they didn't tell Mando everything. Yeah, yeah. They pretty much roped him into a couple different things. Mm -hmm. They roped him into, like, hey, we're getting the weapons. He signs off because he's going to get the location of the Jedi. I'm not going to lie to you, man. I thought he was trying to find the planet Yoda came from. I didn't realize well, they were trying to find the Jedi planet. They were trying to find... They want to find the planet where he's from to find... But they're looking for the Jedi now because they're highly associated with Jedi. And either the Jedi will be his home or they'll lead him to his species. Okay. So I wasn't wrong. Mm-hmm. It was just a different take. They get on the ship. They get the weapons. It was kind of hilarious the way they did it. They trapped themselves... Yeah. In the air airtight container. Yep. And then opened it up. I don't even know how to describe it, but that sequence where they're just like, oh, they're coming. Hold your ground. Oh, now they're here. And then the, you're left with two people on deck. Was, and that was uh, just, again, man. Super good writing. Super good writing. The action sequences. Oh, I know. And yeah. I sat there. The second I saw them board that ship, I was like, I'd watch a Mandalorian spinoff in a oh, second. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You take those three characters, build off them trying to get Mandalore back. Is Mandalore... I, I think that's going to come back, though, into this. Because I I think either in this season or next season, Baby Yoda's gone. He's no longer the talking point of this show. Really? And I think the Mandalorian's going to be about him having to take a choice. Because, remember, there were two, those two affiliations of Mandalorians. He's underneath one of them. And those other guys that he meets here are the original. And I think they're, we are going to see another battle Mandalore. I mean, I'm 100% game. Do you know who has Mandalore currently? 
So I think, be... I think it's those older, those other guys again. The the guys that came over and took over the the red Mandalorians. From okay. The sh- from the Clone Wars. So it's not the Empire, and it's not whatever. It the may Empire be the Empire into. now. Either way, they don't have it right now. Right. The original. What did you think of that moment where they look at him? He's like, oh, he's part of. Those Mandalorian. Right? Yeah. I can't. I'm paraphrasing. When course. they said that, I knew instantly. I was like, okay, there's definitely like, they don't know the history. He doesn't know the history entirely, which is crazy. So, again, they called it a cult. He was raised in a cult. Yeah. And if you're raised in a cult, you don't know you're in a cult. So when they said that and they gave him a little bit of the backdrop, he obviously sticks to his guns. Yeah, yeah. He goes, "This is the way. Peace out. I'm going to use you for what I need you to." But now there's that little inkling of doubt in his mind. Yeah. Like, am I wrong? Now, they're also... Those guys are looking for the Darksaber, which Moff Gideon has. Who's coming after Baby Yoda. Yes. Now, that will help them take power of Mandalore again. Because that was, like, this symbol of, like, uh, the highest Mandalorian had that and everything. Mm-hmm. Now, here, here's the thing. We got the reveal. Ahsoka's coming at some point. When she said, go to yada yada and find Ahsoka Tano, this is the sound I make. I kid you not. It was probably about 1 a.m. Are my eyes are watering right now? I, I, I No like, judgment. I almost did. I'm so like, it's just like enjoyment. It's not like I'm sad or like I'm just it's so happy. like, like I can't. I was telling you a little bit at the gym. I'm watching this. I usually recline in my chair, feet back, relax. Yeah, yeah. I'm usually got a snack. About 20 minutes into this episode, I got both feet on the ground. I'm <laughs> leaning forward. I don't want to miss a second. So here, here was my situation watching this. I was laying, I was laying in bed, watching on my phone. Yes, I do that. Hand down your pants. <laughs> and it's not what you think. It's only when Mando's on screen. I, I, I did what you did, and just sit up in my bed. Sit up. Put my feet on the ground. And was hunched over. I was hunched over. Sitting down, watching it like this, and I was like, my eyes were like widening and stuff. And I'm like, when I heard that like Ahsoka was like coming, my heart started pounding. I got like water dyed, and I remember from there I was like, I'm not going to sleep tonight. I get the happening. jitters just talking about it now. Like, a week later. I, oh, I know it's it's so oh, man, but like, I wonder if one she obviously knows like the origins of Mandalore from the Clone Wars. Will she tell him the origins? I'm excited to see... First, let me just make the sound that I made when they said Ahsoka Tano. I was like... <gasps> and just... Oh my god. And then, like, the, like again, just making that yeah, sound yeah. like... So, so like, I had the teary eyes. I remember... So, my mom was trying to sleep, but I'm obviously all the way down in the basement. Yeah. So, I'm thinking I could get away with making noises. So, like, when I had them, I was like... Oh my god. But, like, I was, like, shouting it. I was like, is this happening? Is this happening? And then I remember, out of nowhere... It came out. I was like, Ahsoka's back. And I shouted it. I remember I got a text from my mom. And she's like, can you please be quiet? I'm trying to sleep. <laughs> I do laugh. That's her response. Because at my house, like, if I was like, oh, my God. My mom would have run. Because I was on the opposite. I was on the top. She was on the bottom. Yeah. She would have run up three flights of stairs to be like, are you okay? Your so, mom knows you enough to be like, please shut up. So my mom uh, has, like, those, like, uh, things in her ears to help her sleep. Okay. So, like, there's no noises. So, she probably just heard, like, some muffled sound or something, and she knew it was me. So, like, she de- definitely didn't hear, like, exactly what I was saying. Oh, no. I just, I think it's funny. And, her and reaction I, to your nonsense is, and, please shut the fuck up. Well, I warned her because th- this was early Friday morning, so 
Thursday night, I went to bed, woke up at midnight. Because the new Call of Duty came out at midnight. So I was playing that. Then at 3 a.m. I watched The Mandalorian. But I already warned her I was getting up to play Call of Duty. Because she knows how I get when I play Call of Duty. It's not <laughs> a, it's not quiet hour. It is a long time of me shouting and screaming. But, yeah, no. I, I was... Yeah, I couldn't go to sleep after that. So I went back, played PlayStation again until I had class at night in the morning. I was so... I just... Amped. I was speechless. Do we know this character? He went down with the ship. He looks like a famous actor, and I can't. He's uh, one picture over to the left. Yeah, yeah, this guy. I We don't know. Or does he look just like every other person that's ever on those ships? I think he just looks like every other person. He just looks like an old white guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the uniform. An officer. Yeah. But anyway, so like they said Ahsoka Tano, it's just like, I'm very excited to see how it goes down. I think Is there's going to be a lightsaber duel. Between her and... Somebody's going to have the darksaber. Who has it? I don't know. So I'm just wondering. Ahsoka oh my at this point. god. What if that's what happens? What if that's how Boba Fett comes back? What if he's the one that gets the Darksaber when they're looking for it? It's out of the realm of possibility. That, oh my god. I'm even, I'm even more excited now. So my thing, last time we saw Ahsoka, you and I, would have been, she left the Jedi Order. That's Order 66. For, this is for us. She was in Rebels. Right, where she fought Vader. Okay, so she ends up going... And Rebels... I'm trying to think. Rebels happens before... Six, correct? Rebels have... Four, I'm sorry. Rebels four. happens in between three and four, I believe. Okay. So do you think they could hear that? Um, I'll listen back and play it back. Sorry, we're recording at my house. And there's an intersection outside that people like mm-hmm. to honk about. But, um, yeah, I don't know where she was at. So she she's still alive and stuff. That's a whole different thing. So, so she's not a Jedi, though, anymore. Correct. She has the white lightsabers. Okay. So she does her thing in Rebels. She fights Vader. Obviously, neither of them die. Do we know where she is? Three, so in four, five, and six, does she have any implications? We can always Nobody look it up Nobody knows after. where she's at, but by episode nine, I think she's dead. And the reason I think that is because she was one of the voices in Ray's head at the end. Okay, I mean, that would make sense. Yep. Um, and honestly, at that point, like, that's over 100 years. Yeah, so like, she's at, so she's in the ending of Rebels, and she's like, in this, I don't even know, she's just like kind of looking off into... So I I don't know like the actual ending. Um, we might have to go and watch select Rebels episodes. Yeah. Just to get a better grip on it. My thing. How do I put it? She could be fully embraced this middle ground with the white lightsabers. Mm-hmm. She could just say I can't tell you anything because she doesn't want to upset the balance of the force. She could be a hundred percent on Mando's side. She could be a hundred fifty percent against Mando because remember Yoda kicked her out. Yeah. I don't think she holds well, a grudge. Well, they asked her to come back. She chose to leave. For the record, that was one of the most badass things I've seen in Star Wars, where she's just like, you kicked me out for no reason. F y'all. I'm you, done. You kicked me out because you guys didn't trust me. And it essentially, I mean, that was one of the better twists of Clone Wars, in yeah. my opinion, where it's just like that friend that has six lines. You, you know what's funny is they completely change why Anakin turns to the dark side because of Clone Wars. 
Yeah, because they were just like, he wanted to save Padme in the movies. Padme, his mother dying and stuff. Now it turned into this whole thing that was a lot because of what went down with his Padawan. Mm -hmm. And the Jedi Order basically going against him. Excommunicating her. Yeah. And again, it was just, I ultimately saved her life. I think yeah. I can agree with that. I think she would have been shot in the back, like most of them were. Yeah, yeah. So that's where we're at with Mandalorian right now. Well, none of this happens if she stays. How so? Do you think she uncovers Order 66? No, I don't think Anakin turns. Really? You think Ahsoka is what would was think, ultimately the reason? I think she was the breaking point. I mean, I can see it both ways. Yeah. Because that's really what the show was trying to show. Is that it was more than just Padme and his mother. Mm -hmm. It was the relationship he had with Ahsoka and the relationship he had with the Jedi Order because they of what they did to her. Remember that episode of Clone Wars, though? They go to the Force planet. It was a rough three episodes, mm -hmm. I'm not going to lie. And you had the son that was becoming too I powerful. I like those three episodes. I like them. They're just a hard watch for me. Just because I felt they were long. They had a lot of... There's a lot of stuff in them. Yeah. I feel like if maybe they spread them out over different episodes. I don't know how yeah. I'm going to fix it. But you know how they showed Anakin is going to the dark side? So I feel like it was just going to happen regardless. But, but... They showed that he was going to the dark side, and then they erased it from his mind, so then he wouldn't be able to uh, stop what was going to happen. Correct. But at the same time, it's like, that's like a predetermined destiny type thing, whereas, like, I have a feeling that, if, like, in an alternate universe where she doesn't go, they, um, he doesn't go to the dark side. Yeah. I mean, again, who will never know. Because she, if you really think about it, she's the one that kept him level-headed a lot in that show. Kept him in a like in line and everything. Hands down. They, I, they played off of each other very well. Somehow, even though she's a highly regarded character, I feel like she's so underrated. Oh, yeah. Which is insane to think, because she is really, like... I think it's because she's never been in, like, the thing. The mainstream movies. I think this is what's going to bring... I hope they don't do her dirty. Uh, they bring her in just to kill her. That'd be the worst. I do see that happening. Oh, they better not. I don't... I think they're going to show the explanation as to how she dies in the show. So, Rosario Dawson's the one that's playing her. That's been announced, and she confirmed yeah. it. A great actress. I think she's going to do great with it. Um, it's just going to be up to the Mandalorian. It's a show called Mandalorian, so she's not going to be in it for too long. Yeah, yeah. My only worry is... Do you is, think we get a spinoff? I think we're... I think they're trying to find a female-led Star Wars spinoff. If they don't give her a movie, give her a show. If they give 100%. her a movie, I'd better see young Luke Skywalker meet her. So then they can talk about Anakin. You think that would happen in between like um six and seven. Okay, you think he meets her at some point? During his new Jedi Order. I feel like there's just so much that can happen. You were talking about redoing sorry I have to pause with numbers, but in between because you talked about them doing seven, eight, and nine again, or rewriting it. I feel like there's so much between 6 and 7, Luke Skywalker training people and starting his own Jedi Academy. There's so much there. Yeah, yeah. You just, you're going to have to let go of those actors. I think, I th so first off, there's a huge rumor already out that Harrison Ford and Mark Hamill have already been approached by Disney to come onto their TV shows. Which is For hilarious. Star Wars. Because last time Han Solo decided to get back into Star Wars, he broke his leg on the Millennium Falcon. So... <laughs> For him, they're just going to have to write a blank check 
And that's all it comes down to. Yeah. He'll do it. You just got to make it worth him leaving his private house and his helicopters. Yeah. I, th- I think he enjoys just getting out and doing stuff, too. I think so, too. I Honestly, he was such a juggernaut of an actor. I know. And again, the guy's almost 80, if not 80. Because they're doing he, one more Indiana Jones film. He is fairly close. They pushed that Indiana Jones movie back three times the last two years. And See, uh, where is he at? 78. So... He is a trooper. And that's the thing. I'm trying to think. We looked up his movies once. Between his 85... Films, over $5.1 billion oh, yeah. uh, domestic box office grosses. He doesn't ever have to work again. So no. if you have to make it interesting for him to come out. But I think either we're doing the Mandalorian spinoff or Ahsoka spinoff. My only concern is I don't want it to come down to the last episode of season two. We end up on Tatooine. Boba Fett shows up. The Sheriff shows up. Ahsoka shows up, and the Mandalorian all show up at once. And I, have, just... I have a feeling we will never see that sheriff again. Really? He's a I, really well-respected actor, either, too. Either we see him and he's held hostage by Boba Fett, and Boba Fett has his armor, or he's dead and Boba Fett has his armor back. So, he doesn't have his armor anymore. They showed um, Mando having it. He loaded it up at the end. Oh, shit, that's right. So, you're welcome, Sheriff. I just saved your life. No. Somehow he I somehow he's gonna get that armor without us viewers or without Mandalorian knowing. Without I, Mando knowing. We may see it, but he hmm. may not. I definitely see it. I just wonder if Mando's lugging it around. What does he end up ultimately doing? Does he just find a way to melt it down? What's his end goal with it? I know it's part of their code. I think he's gonna bring it to them. Did we ever see Boba Fett without a helmet on? No, right? In the movies? Yeah. We only saw him as a kid when he was the clone. Correct. So was he part of the cult, or was he part of the... So, Jango Fett, I think, was like a regular Mandalorian. Okay. He was part of the normal... He was part of the ones that were part of Mandalore, I believe. And we saw him without his helmet on. We saw him without his helmet on. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited to see where they go. Yeah. I'm having a great time, buddy. We're rocking a minute 15, or an hour 15. Did you want to go back to that sheet to see if there's anything else you want to hit? Um, no, because I can talk about how I finally finished Rick and Morty at some other point. All right. Uh, um, NFL talk. Until we start posting these every week, we might want to skip NFL talk. Yeah, yeah skip NFL Hey, talk. guys, remember uh, six months ago, the Hail Mary? And Wendy's training videos, we can always rock that. So uh, you want to wrap it up? or? Yeah, like yeah. Uh, we can wrap it up. Or you yeah. want to talk about your... Uh, I can't really add anything to your Call of Duty. So if you want to do a little bit on that and call it a day. Uh, this game just came out this past Friday, honestly. So I, I have a PlayStation 5 now. I got it day one. Um, now, me being me, I have a PlayStation 4 controller that has buttons on the back of it. So because of that, you know, there's a bit of an advantage that you have, especially when aiming in these games. So I'm not even playing the PlayStation 5 version of it on the PlayStation 5. I'm playing the PlayStation 4 version of it on the PlayStation 5 so I can use my PlayStation 4 controller. <laughs> and it's super ridiculous. But um, honestly, super fun game. The campaign is ridiculous. The story mode to it. How so? So, 1986. You this are, one's called Cold War, correct? You're at the height of the Cold War. Have you ever heard of uh, the whole thing, uh, Perseus? He supposedly took the nuclear codes. He was a Russian uh, uh, spy that infiltrated uh, the American 
uh, military and stuff and took the nuclear codes from the Manhattan Project and everything. No, I didn't. So it's all about that whole conspiracy theory. And there's a lot of people to this day that think like it was actually a real guy. So the whole campaign is about you trying to find this Perseus guy to stop like all these nuclear bombs across the entire world, apparently, uh, mainly Europe going off mm-hmm. and just like destroying the world, uh, Europe and Asia. And there's multiple paths that you can make. There's multiple choices throughout the game and everything. And the ending can end. There's three different endings. Either um, two of the endings are bad. Uh, you lie about the location of Perseus. So, like, the entire campaign, you are actually playing as somebody that is a Russian double agent that is now working for the U.S. to tell them about all the Perseus stuff, like, where he is and help them find him and stuff. And so you lie about his location for them to stop him, and then either, A, you call in an ambush, and you kill all the heroes, all the American soldiers, set off all these nuclear bombs and win, or the other one is is you lie about the location, Perseus sets off the nukes, and you just get killed by these American heroes. Or the other one is, is uh, you uh, tell them where it is, and then you stop like the bombs from going off and everything. But Call of Duty has always been like, point A, point B, shoot all these guys, complete the mission. Mm-hmm. This is actually like, it's super, like, in, like, there's a lot of depth to this. So like, you have to find clues in other missions so that you know who to kill in another mission uh, to assassinate. Um, there's, like, all these, like, intel things that you have to pick up to find clues to progress towards other missions. Obviously, there's the dialogue choices and stuff, which Call of Duty has never been, like, that detailed in their campaigns. The one downside is it's only, like, it, I think you can, like, speedrun it in about, like, three hours. I was just going to ask how much time did it take to beat the three different ways. So if you watch, like, all the cutscenes and stuff, like, five, six hours. Okay, I mean, that's about average for a Call of Duty game. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, at least they're trying something different. But How do you like the online gameplay? I love the multiplayer. Uh, better or worse than the last one? Way better. Modern really? Warfare is one of the worst Call of Duty multiplayers ever made. And I will stand by that. Have you been able to link up with your uh, YouTuber friend at all, or no? No, no, I have not. Oh, no worries, I was just curious. I will get on a lobby with him again. Sometime. You were saying you were playing with a good amount of YouTubers, huh? Where you're well, yeah, ranked? with their skill-based matchmaking. Yeah, it's not good being uh, within the top 250 in people. I think I've dropped down because I haven't played as much the past couple days, but mm-hmm. I'm not going to complain. Is there a surge because Christmas is coming up and more people are going to get the game? So there, there's Christa- Christmas noobs will come out on Christmas Day. Okay. Around Christmas time, there's a bunch of new people that come on. We'll get those. Um, but yeah, multiplayer's fun. Zombies mode, better than ever. Really? Yes. I didn't think there's a way to improve it. It's, uh, I don't even know. It's just, like, they added, uh, different systems to, like, uh, in the old games, you can only hold four perks at once. You can now get an infinite amount of perks. However many perks are on the map, you get. Those all, like, boost, like, different stats for your character and stuff. Uh, when upgrading your weapons, there's multiple upgrade systems. You can increase the weapon's tier, which every tier boosts its damage, but then you can pack punch the weapon which makes it like this super gun, which also boosts its damage. You can do that three times. There's a whole armor system you can do. Um, yeah, there's like a there's a lot of stuff in this. Uh, you can now get like the Call of Duty online kill streaks in zombies. Never been able to do that before. There's actually like uh, as opposed to just the points and stuff. There's like salvage and stuff you can pick off the ground and build other things. Super detail. 
No, sounds good. And this is going to be their flagship program for the time being, or is there something bigger coming out? They have Warzone. It's the Battle Royale version for Call of Duty. So they have the Black Ops Cold War Warzone experience coming out. Okay, and so, that's not out yet. So Modern Warfare had Warzone for uh, that game, mm-hmm. and Warzone's going to be carried over throughout the Call of Duties. They changed the theme up per game. Okay. So that's going to be their flagship thing. No worries. And you're, is this cl- cross-platform, or is this only on PlayStation? Cross-platform. You so you've already it? picked your side, though, between Xbox and PlayStation, or are you going to try and do both? Uh, no, I'll, I'll be on PlayStation mainly. All right. Works for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything else you want to say? No, um, I can't wait to watch some Wendy's training videos though, next week. Yeah. I think we should definitely start off with that. Definitely remember that. And shout out to Joe Jennings' Patella. Thanks for nothing, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Thanks for holding up. Until we needed you the most. <laughs> All right, buddy. Feel better. And as always, shout out to Steve Jones. If you were there, Joe wouldn't have broken his leg. Steve. All right. We're out. That one well without Joe. That's how you do it without offending people.